Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. All right, all right. and uh, Tyndall, Matthew, hello, welcome back to uh, another episode of Rooster and the Devil. Um, we, we have a special guest tonight, uh, Bradley, if you'd like to introduce yeah, we have a, a special human that um, that hails from the Vicksburg in the Mitten, and uh, it's Matthew Williams. How are you doing tonight, Matthew? Wonderful. Glad to be here and uh, trying out on the first podcast of uh, whatever the fuck we're talking about today. We're talking about whatever the <laughs> fuck we're talking about, exactly. Have you ever been on a podcast before? No. Even the smallest of small, like ours? No. I'm excited, though. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we'll try and fill some content with uh, with Mr. Woodhams here today. I was gonna was gonna ask you about FIFA. Um, so we'll 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 touch on the EPL at some point. I know Jimmy's got a little bit of a rundown for selecting one in the quiz, but well, I think we should like at least level set for everyone. Like uh, Matthew played soccer and he likes FIFA, but he doesn't watch soccer at all. So this is just gonna be uh, kind of a fun one um, for us. Absolutely, absolutely. So right off the bat, Woodhams. You know, if you if it's do or die, as do or die as FIFA could be, maybe you're playing stickly uh, over over the web. What team are you going with, and what version of FIFA are we talking as well? So I'm cheap, and I haven't bought FIFA 20 yet. Um, so the so actually, the reason that we have an Xbox is because of stickly. Like a year ago, he said, "Hey, everyone, get an Xbox." So I did about a year ago, November. Uh, we played. NHL 19 and FIFA almost exclusively, but then I didn't upgrade to FIFA 20, so now I'm outdated. Um, so every once in a while when they're online, I'll see that they're online and then I'll go back to the prior version. But to answer your question, we usually do the three randoms and then we get to choose from the best, but I kind of suck. So then they'll occasionally let me upgrade to a slightly better team to make it uh, a competitive team. Do you, have a, do you guys do a, like a three random and then can you do like uh, you guys do suicide, you know, where it's like, I don't like any of them, but I'm going to hit one more random and I'm stuck with whatever I get. And it's always a gamble, but yes, sometimes yeah. you say you get three really bad teams and you're like, well, they have to be better than the ones I drew. So yeah, we, we do do that one as well. Nice. Nice. Okay. So fine. <clears throat> so the randos, uh, I can get on board with that, of course, but how about if you had to, if you had to pick, right? And by the way, I'm on FIFA 19 still as well. I am on board with the Woodham's approach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a every other year, I think, upgrade cycle for the record. But, yeah, what team, you know, is your favorite to play with that you've played with so far, if you had to pick one? It, well, like, if, if I lose, then I, then I die. Is that the scenario? I like that. Let's get really extreme with it. Yeah, okay. literally life and death FIFA game in a cage <laughs> match. Um. <laughs> If my life depended on it, of which I think I have a good one, so I would really want to win. I think Ronaldo is obviously a cheat code, so that's that. Juventus is the obvious choice, but if if you're doing like you know, not your life isn't on the line. Um, I do often play as Chelsea. They have a, a small guy, and I don't know his name. Hazard. He's, he's like, who is it? Eden Hazard. I bet 
Jimmy? Um, eight foot nineteen. Is it is it number ten? I really don't remember. I just know he's like it's five heavy. foot five, and he's ridiculously fast. So it's um, probably Hazard or William. I do a lot of no. I mean, is, it, is he white? Is he a white guy or black guy? No, he he's definitely. Um, I actually let me look at his roster. I think he actually is from Africa. Ooh, it might be William like, Jim. It, oh, it could be. I think he's Brazilian. But yeah, yeah. No, he is really good, and he's super fast. I'll look at their roster because I. Chelsea is a good is obviously a, a good squad, solid squad. They finished uh, top four, yes, Jim. Yeah, third last oh, year. First N- finished N- fourth. Ningole Ningolo Conte. Conte? He's got Conte. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Chelsea's got Conte, yeah. This yeah, he's Conte. five six. Five yeah. six one fifty four. Yeah. Tiny. He is, but he's so he's fast. excellent. Oh, he's he's French. I apologize. But he has a, a a name that led me to believe that he was Ningolo. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Chelsea's a good squad. They finished top four last year, which means they are in the Champions League this year. And this season, they're killing it. Um, Woodhams, I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but the American sensation, Christian Pulisic, uh, got transferred uh, over to Chelsea from Borussia Dortmund. And this is his first year in the Premier League, and he's doing decently. Jim, right? You want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, he's got, um, in the last three games, he's scored five goals. Uh, a little slow coming on so far. I mean, he didn't play a lot early in the season, but because you know, uh, <laughs> it took him a while to transition to the Premier League game. Um, but he's playing quite a bit now, and he's made an impact in the Premier League and the Champions League. So, uh, Woodham's the next. If you do get to play FIFA 20, you will see uh, uh, Pulisic at, uh, on that. And uh, I don't know how good he is in FIFA, but he's, he's 21 good years old. Yes, twenty one or twenty. I think I think he just turned twenty two, maybe. Okay, I can't remember. So young American hope, uh, maybe probably going to be our best Premier League player ever uh, when it's all is said and done. But we'll see. So not a bad choice, Williams. Not a bad choice. I think I need a more like kind of hipster team to root for though, because that isn't Chelsea. Like they're good. So it, it, isn't it kind of obvious to pick like a good team like Manchester United or Manchester City or Arsenal or something like? I, I feel like I need a team that like, is yeah, a little bit low currently key. buy low, sell high kind of thing. Yeah, I did that with Spurs a little bit, but Jimmy, you want to take that one as far as the historic powers, top top six? Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, now it's it's like a top six. So like, you have uh, that'd be your Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Tottenham is now included in that top six just because they've been good and they have a lot of money. So those are like yeah the the super popular ones the ones that win most of the time but um, in at least Chelsea, it's not City. You know? yeah, I mean even before City won City's won the last two Premier League titles but before that Chelsea had won two of the last three before that so you know um, Chelsea is a very good team uh, yeah I mean they're they're a London team and they have a lot of money so I think that you might get frowned upon but. Um, also, more so if you pick Chelsea now, and now it just looks like an American bandwagon jump because they have that really good young American player. So I can see why you wouldn't before. want that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, Jim, do you want to dive into your quiz then? I mean, we're kind yeah, of talking so, about how to pick a team in the Premier League. So yeah, we we do. We gotta find we gotta find Matthew Woodham's a team. So um, this is not a quiz I wrote. This is a quiz that I found online. Um, it's gonna take us a little while to go through, um, but. Uh, Woodham, so we're going to ask you 10 questions, and based on um, your responses, 
uh, this quiz is going to pick your team for you. So are, are you ready to give it a shot? Yeah, but before we do, okay, I'm a little, what if it's a, because te- there's some of these teams that I don't like the name of, like Huddlesfield. Huddersfield. Huddersfield <laughs> isn't in the Premier League anymore, so it won't be them. They got relegated. Okay, yeah. okay. What about like Sheffield United? I don't know. I don't like that name either. Oh, uh, they're good. Blades. Are they? They're, they're in fifth. They're in, they're in fifth place right now. They just got. Uh, I I don't know how how long they'll stay there, but yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that you'll. I don't know that this quiz will direct you to that. I'd be surprised. Well, Jimmy, I, I, can I, we explain pro rel real quick? Unless Woodhams is aware of promotion relegation already. Uh, conceptually, yes, they, they move up and down in status yeah. or whatever. Top, yeah, bottom three gets kicked out of the top tier and goes down to essentially triple A. And then triple A, top three come up the next season. That's got to be a real kick in the dick if they get relegated down then. Um, well, all right, going back to our suicide choice, if this quiz doesn't yield the results that I want, can we do like a like one extra roll the dice and find, you know, I like so it. That, that's the team I'll stick with? We, we can. I, I also want it noted that based on, like, I, I took this quiz earlier just to see what it was like because there's a bunch of stupid quizzes out there, and this one's fairly stupid, but it actually gives you, <laughs> I, when I did this one, it actually gave me two teams. So maybe uh, when, when we go through it, you'll have two options at the end. Um, so we can, we can play it by ear that way. Ideal. Let's do it. All right, so you're going to have to give me a minute because for each one of these, there's, there's multiple choices, and each uh, one of those has a description. So it's going to take a minute to go through. I'll try to read slowly and clearly. Um, if you need, any, uh, need me to re- reread anything, let me know. If you need to phone a friend. <laughs> All right, so question one. How good have your current favorite sports teams been? A, trash, like the Cleveland Browns trash, but I'll still be a diehard <laughs> fan. B, we win a championship like every 50 years. C, pretty up and down. D, we're usually competing for championships. Or E, I only like rooting for really good teams, to be honest. Well, okay, so... The Red Wings are a little bit complicated in that they were very, very good through all of our formative years, even up until 2013 or so is when the decline started. So, um, but the Lions are trash. And actually, that's the reason that we're having this conversation is because I'm completely giving up on the NFL and the Lions and I'm just done with it. Games take like four hours and it's terrible. Um, so I, I would say the Red Wings' current state is trash, unfortunately. The Lions have always been trash and will always be trash. I don't really care about baseball, so I don't even know if the Tigers are good or not. And what other sport is there? College uh, football. Oh, well, say, you can say basketball. basketball. We're not even gonna, we're not even going to throw NBA in there. No one yeah, no one's going to pretend without Michael here. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. Um, no. So I, I would go with trash. Trash wow. like Cleveland Browns trash, but also wow. be <laughs> All right. Wrong, unfortunately. Oh, for crying out loud, computer. Come on now. All right, here we go. Question two. How do you decide uh, How do you decide who to root for? Um, uh, a, my local teams. B, sometimes my local team uh, slash some teams I liked watching growing up. C, who my favorite players play for. 
or D, the best teams? Ooh. Okay, so this was a little bit of a combination of who my favorite players played for and kind of local, but who I liked watching. Um, I didn't know where Chicago was when I was a kid, but I really liked Jeremy Roenick when he played for the Chicago Blackhawks because he was the best player in NHL 94. So, Jimmy, I don't know if you remember this about me, but I actually loved the Blackhawks in elementary school because of Jeremy Roenick, and I still wear number 97 because that's what number Jeremy Roenick wore when he played for the Phoenix Coyotes. So um, I would lean more towards where my favorite players play. Um, My favorite players for the Red Wings are still my favorite players uh, from that era of hockey. So, yeah, I, I would go with where my favorite player plays. Got it. So I have to go on a tangent here. I'm sorry, but mention no, of Jeremy Roenick is so obscure. And I just read an article, and who knows how legit it is. It's on Yahoo Sports. Um, but Jeremy Roenick told, told a story about Michael Jordan. Um, and he says that he bet him for 18 holes in the morning when he was going to play in Cleveland. He was in Cleveland, Jordan, and he played golf with Jeremy Roenick. And he said he took him for a couple grand and that Jordan wanted to play double or nothing in the afternoon to go 36 before the game. And they, he said he had like 10 Bud Lights and he still lost to Jeremy Roenick, took more money off him. But then he, then they put, um, they put money on the game. So uh, Jordan said, I'll bet you we win by 20 and I'll have more than 40 points. And Jeremy was like, I'm done, double or nothing. And Jordan scored 52. That's, much, <laughs> and that's, what, he's, that's what he told. Who knows if it's true, but it's kind of a cool story. And anyway, sorry for the tangent. After no, it's a good story. Ten beers. After drinking ten beers, the goat. Wow. Anyway, yeah. that's good. Okay, I hope that's true. Same. That's uh, when Michael Jordan retired. The NBA retired. All yeah. right. Preach. Question three: What type of style do you like your team to play? A. Boring, conservative, whatever. I just want them to win. B. I don't hate low scoring games but i'd prefer i didn't root for the most boring team or c i like teams that are the most entertaining to watch yeah okay so yeah i'm gonna have to go with most entertaining um to a degree i mean i think for for example if you root for teams like oklahoma state football or baylor football where they play zero defense and the scores 52 to 49 every game that's a little absurd um, but, but with that said, watching, uh, some, what was that God awful game this last weekend or no, actually I'm thinking of the lions where they only scored six points, but, like, <laughs> but those games are not fun to watch. Um, I know that defensive battles are a very like big 10 thing to watch and a very Midwest thing to watch, but I, I generally like the style of play of the pac 10 where they air it out. And I'm draw- I'm drawing upon uh, football examples. No, you should um, yeah. for for uh, soccer conversion. But like they air it out, but they also play defense, and they're you know like very skilled. So generally, skill equals exciting play. So that's why I would go with that answer. Got it. I like, I like that teams that are the most entertaining to watch. Absolutely. All right. Question four: How important is a strong fan base to you? A, no support, a ton of support, I don't really care. B, I'd prefer to not be watching a game in an empty stadium. Or C, I love my teams to have the best fans in the sport. 
Um, so I, okay. Uh, uh, go, going from college football to hockey, I like going to Grand Rapids Griffins games or uh, like Chicago Wolves games because shout out Griffins, you, shout out Griffins, dollar beer, dollar dog night. Um, it's two bucks now. Sorry to report. Oh, inflation. That's bullshit. inflation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like those type of arenas because you can see the players and that will eventually be on the team that you're watching. Um, also, I don't like um, people anymore. I'm very grumpy in my old age. So <laughs> if I could be in a evil, <laughs> yeah, you know, crowds, humans, lots of humans. Yeah. The fat people and idiots get out of the way. <laughs> They're all drunk. Um, I would, yeah. So I, I would go with. I don't care about the fan base, and also if there were less people there and they were entertaining, the better. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna put down the no support, ton of support. I don't really care. Just leave me alone. And let me watch my game. Yeah. 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 I think so. All right. Question five. Uh, I think I could probably answer this for you, but. Um, I mean, I don't know where this question leads to, but who is your favorite athlete out of these four athletes? Antoine Jameson. What? Derek Rose. Bryce Harper. What the fuck? Tom Brady. Or I have never even heard of Anton Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I've heard of Anton Jameson, but I don't know why anyone Amazing. would answer him. Except for maybe Matt Harrison because he went to North Carolina. But other than that, I don't know why anyone would him. Matt Harrison. Um, I, okay. Phil. Brady, what hasn't been said about Tom Brady by every sports writer in the world history? But he's earned it. He has a very interesting story. He was a very unremarkable um, college quarterback. He was fine. He was good. But... Obviously, his competitive drive, uh, I think, is very inspirational. I personally like Tom Brady a lot, even though um, a lot of people hate him because he maximized his potential for for sure and is living his best life. Like, if you think about of all of the six-round picks that have ever been six-round picks at any position, let alone quarterback, to then win six Super Bowls, go to three more, I think, or at least two more, um have an incredible career like he's definitely living the best possible version of him and i think that's inspirational for a lot of people um myself included so i would go with tom brady absolutely yes he's uh he's undefeated in super bowls unless he plays teams from the nfc east twice to the giants and once to philadelphia impressive all right so tom brady it is all right following uh that pattern a little bit um no anton jameson in this question um, but, uh, the question is pick the team you hate a, the new England Patriots, B, the Dallas Cowboys, C, the Seattle Seahawks or D. I don't hate any of those teams. Um, I, I would go with the Cowboys. I I've always kind of disliked them. Um, they were good in the early nineties. Congratulations. That's 20 years ago. Almost. Like, why are they America's team still? Because we just, we said that in 1993. If you go in a time machine of what was going on in 1993, do we still say that Nirvana is the number one band in the world? No, that's ridiculous. Times have changed. 
the Cowboys are <laughs> very mediocre at best, and they're really annoying, generally speaking. I hate their owner. I don't like Zeke Elliott, although he's really good. Um, definitely the Cowboys. Cowboys it is. All right. Question seven. Uh, Ken, following this pattern, I don't like. So I, I, I don't know why I'm surprised because I did do this quiz before, um, and I'm not 100 percent sure how all these questions exactly correlate to you finding your your Premier League team, but we'll uh, we'll trust the process here. So, <laughs> question seven: Pick the team you hate the most. A. The Golden State Warriors. B. The Los Angeles Lakers. C. The New York Knicks. D, I just hate super teams. Or Ooh. E, I don't hate any of these teams. Okay, so when you first said the Warriors, I immediately jumped there. But I actually was very happy for them when they won their first title because that was kind of organic. Um, I hate the Durant-era Warriors. Um, so that was my initial answer. Run through the, the other um, options real quick. The other two teams were the Lakers or the Knicks. The third option was, I just hate super teams. Or D, I don't hate any of those teams. Durant goes to super teams a little. little. And, oh, definitely. That was, but you I could mean, also throw was, like Miami in there with Le, yeah. LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. Yeah, but I, love, I like LeBron. So. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Tindall. Uh, the Knicks. The, why are the Knicks hateable? They're, they've been bad for so long. I was going to ask anyone. the same question. Like, you can't. It's mean to hate the Knicks. They're hilarious. Yeah, it's like it's quit being bullies. They're not even relevant. Michael's going to be sad listening to this. But well, like, I mean, man. I, I would say just because like um, their owner is incredibly detestable um, as a human being, um, <laughs> but you'd have to like. <laughs> You would have to like really like delve into that. Like that's not like the Knicks' fault that their owner sucks. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, I would go with super teams just because I think it's annoying. It removes parity from the league. I think the NBA is generally unwatchable. Um, I don't think I watched a single playoff game. Who won last year? Did the Warriors win? Oh uh, no, Toronto. Uh, Kawhi oh, Leonard Toronto and the Toronto yeah. Raptors. Boardman. Boardman yes. got paid. New Balance, yes. baby. Shout out New Balance. Uh, super teams is the definite answer there. They they uh, um they oh, they destroy Kawhi all the time about like you know the way he laughs and stuff. Uh, the the one that I've been hearing on the radio every morning now is apparently like the first game they gave him a mic. Um, first game at the, for the Clippers now, and everyone was like you know cheering, going crazy, and and his response was, "Hey hey hey!" Like like that was his like excited voice. It was awful so if you listen well, to espn radio it's all over now he might have learning disabilities or something let's not pick on him. <laughs> i just think he's just a, a most boring human being alive all right so i think that you uh will get most of this question but um pick your favorite player among these a cristiano ronaldo b harry kane uh, C, Wayne Rooney. D, Wilfred Zaha. Oh, or, Zaha. or E, I don't know any of these guys. Okay, so I definitely do not know who the last guy is. Um, okay, so <laughs> Ronaldo, Harry Kane, and Wayne Rooney were the other three? 
Yep. Wilfred's okay. got a hot place for Crystal Palace. Well, I, I hope they don't end up my team because then I'll, I'll be like, well, I don't know their best player. That's weird. Um, okay, so Wayne Rooney is, he looks like a bulldog, a <laughs> yes, an English bulldog. Um, but he's great. He was an awesome player for England for a long time, and I liked him a lot. Ronaldo is probably the perfect human all around. I don't know his personal life at all. He probably is a trash human being. But, um, sounds like, yeah. Obviously, super handsome, super good at soccer. Game recognized game. Ronaldo's the man. Um, Harry Kane, I wish they would have gone a little bit further in the World Cup. I was rooting for England. Um, I joke about him that he only scores goals from like three feet away. Um, so I don't, oh, I don't Jesus. think he could be, I don't think he could be my choice. I, I, yeah, well, either, either that, though, right? Either, either that, or I mean, two or three feet away or someone else scores and he takes credit for it. That's really how he gets his goals. Or P. Troll on Jim. <laughs> Troll the fuck on. You know who Ronaldo reminds me of is, uh, like nineties, Sergei Fedorov. Like they were both just Ferraris and Ronaldo is a Ferrari. He's, he's a fucking man. I love that comparison. Also, you're wrong about Harry Kane, but that's okay. I highlight them. Don't 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 poison the bias. We're almost into the the quiz. Uh, I love, like I said, I love the comparison to Ronaldo. So I I feel like right when that name came out, you gotta you gotta love Ronaldo. All right, question nine. We're getting we're getting so so close here. Uh, Question nine: Do you care about your team having history? A no, as long as we're good now. B, it's important, I guess, but not something that I care a lot about. Or C, yes, I'd prefer to support a team with lots of history. Um, no, because I think you can make your own history. I mean, who who are the Warriors? Did we pay any attention to the Warriors prior to the mid twenty tens? No, I mean they're making their own. They're making their own dynasty. So no, it's not important to me. I, I I will note that uh, Jason Richardson in the dunk contest when he played for the Warriors in like the early two thousands was he ruined fun. the dunk contest for me. It, it was out. It was un, un, unbelievable. There was nothing after that. So I don't think I've watched the dunk contest. Him and Vince Carter. Uh, so Vince Carter in two thousand and Jason Richardson in what was it? Oh three. Oh yeah, it was like oh three oh four somewhere in there. Yeah. It ruined the dunk contest. <laughs> it really did. All right, so we're on to the penultimate question here. That means the last one. Yes, Thanks, big words. All, all my $2 words. All right, and the question is, how much do you like soccer? A, I love it. It's one of my favorite sports. B, I like it. I want to get into it more. C, not my favorite. But if a game with teams I've heard is on TV, I'll watch. Or D, I just watched the World Cup. Ooh, okay, I'm kind of guilty there. Um, I so I love the world. I love Olympic soccer, uh, or not, maybe not just. I love it when the like countries are playing against each other because I, I feel like I know the players. I do not know much about the English Premier League or. Uh, like the Spanish league or whatever. I don't know what team people are on, but I know what country they're from. So when they play, when Holland is playing Argentina or whatever, I'm like, Oh yeah, I know all those dudes. Um, so I, I just, 
I generally would err towards uh, D. I only watch the World Cup. But um, on Saturday mornings, when nothing else is on, I'll, I'll watch the yeah. Premier League. That's all you need. Two hours in and out. Yeah, it's great. So what was C? C might be more applicable. C was not my favorite, but if a game with teams I've heard is on TV, I'll watch. I think he's yeah. B. What was B? I like think, it. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say he does necessarily like it. I mean, if anything, he's closer to D because he'll yeah, he like the World Cup thing. But um, I mean, he like you said, if he's going to turn it on on Saturday, or if it's on on Saturday, um, he'll watch. So maybe C or D. I don't know. Whatever he's yeah, let, with. No, I would go with C because I, I watch more than just the World Cup, but not much more. Fair. Is that 10? That yeah, was. So I'm waiting for I'm fascinated by this. Jimmy, while we're waiting, what did you what did you get in your result? I don't want to tell you. Come on, buddy. You got, oh. you got Liverpool, didn't you? <laughs> you no. got Liverpool. No, actually, and this is full disclosure truth, I got Tottenham. Yay! Come on, you What friends. team do you actually Excuse like, Jimmy? Uh, I like Manchester United, um, and I, I get burned a lot for that. But um, my story was is like uh, when you know when we were growing up and we played uh, travel, and then me and Mishnick went to play TKO. Um, our coach was from Manchester, and like started showing us like highlight videos, and that was you know ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. That was like right around the peak of Manchester United's powers. So, like, all of the highlight videos were them just wrecking everybody. And at 12 years old, I was like, yes, I want all of this for the rest of my life. And so I've been a United fan since I was a kid. So so that's why he's the devil, Woodhams. Roosters, and then Spurs, Tottenham, little cockerel logo, and then Red Devils, Man United. And so, Jimmy's the devil. Jimmy, one of my AYSO teams, I think the one with Matt Harrison in fourth grade, um, we were we were called Newcastle United because David Groves was on our team, and his dad yeah. I think is from England. Yep, um, I'm pretty sure David Groves' dad is from England, if I recall yes. correctly. And yep. that was his favorite team, and that was David Groves' favorite team. So when we were naming the team, what what do we name this team? That's no awesome. one had any suggestions except for David Groves. He said, "Why don't why don't why aren't we called Newcastle United?" And so it got like one vote, and then that was our team name that year. So, I mean, honestly, like, uh, Newcastle is, you know, back end of the table now. But um, so fourth grade would have been, what, like nine, ten years old. So that was like 95, 96. I think they yeah. finished in second that year. Um, like they had Alan Shear, uh, who Harry Kane's chasing for all-time Premier League goal scoring. Um, but he just yeah. three feet out. Yeah. So they were, uh, they, were, they were fantastic. So that wasn't a bad choice at, at that time. Um, that's not who you got, and if uh, if you wanted uh, a tease, you you were you were not a Newcastle fan. Ninety two, ninety three. I have that they finished first. Is that possible? Newcastle. Ninety two, no. ninety three. Uh, no, ninety two, ninety three. Manchester United won the. That was the first year of the Premier League. Weird. Um, well, I'm dying to know who I got. I bet I, I'm worried that I got like one of the like main teams because I answered like a normie on a bunch of questions. Jim, you, by the way, uh, first place in uh, <laughs> the championship. 
Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that that makes sense. Yeah, the uh, uh, Alan Shear, fantastic player. Um, so I think by like historical standards, Woodhams, this team is is a huge club. Um, they actually have a lot of money. Um, and you know they've struggled a little bit recently, but I think that it's actually a pretty good pick. Can I um, guess, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. They set that. Pretty good pick. I'm I'm gonna go with Everton or West Ham. All right, go ahead. Kendall's absolutely spot on. Everton is your club. Okay. So I'll I'll read you uh, the little write up from that. Um, so it says you should support Everton. It's important to win, and I want to support teams that are winning more than they're losing. I'll stick by the team regardless, though. I don't really care how my team looks or or plays. We could be the most boring team in the league to watch, but as long as we're getting results, that's good enough for me, is Everton's little summary. Some facts for you. Um, Their rivalry, or uh, an English term for it, is a a derby. Um, is Everton is actually based in Liverpool and their crosstown rival Liverpool is the, is their huge rivalry match. Um, it's among the most heated and notable in all Mm -hmm. of soccer. So, um, that's fun. Um, despite a rivalry though, um, they rarely finish above Liverpool in the final table. Um, usually settling somewhere between seventh and 10th. Um, they, uh, they used to have former U.S. goalkeeper Tim Howard. I'm sure you recognize that from the U.S. men's national team. Definitely, yeah. And uh, they have nine domestic titles, but their most recent one was in 1987. So, um, like I said, historically they have been pretty good, but recently they've been around mid-table. But they, uh, they, they do seem to spend lots of money, and they have, you know, I think some pretty exciting players on their team. Absolutely. I think it's a great pick. And by the way, Woodham's December 4, 3.15 p.m. Liverpool, Everton. Could be fun. Yeah, 3.15 p.m. Isn't that like really late at night in England? It is. No. It must be must be highlighted. It's 8.15 in, in England. Yeah. So it's, a night, oh. like a, it's like a Monday night football game. It'll be highlighted as a, yeah. Very cool. Okay. What do you think? What was the other team? You said that two. Te- you said that two uh, picks. Were... This, you must have been spot on because everything else I've, I did was was a two team suggestion. Um, this is you. You have one. You are an Everton fan. Oh, okay. All right. I, I will take it. I need to learn the people on their team and um, things about them. You know what I don't like? I was just looking at their Wikipedia. Their uh, their nickname is the Toffees. That's yes. really soft and really really English. <laughs> <laughs> they have a good fan base though, Jim. When you say they're supporters, they, they, they do. Uh, Goodison Park is your is yeah. your home venue. Um, it's cool. actually a a, uh, a fun old ground, um, like a classic ground in English football. Um, players that you should look for. Um, really exciting is uh, uh, a Brazilian player named Richarlison. Um, mm-hmm. is very good. Um, they have uh, Iceland's captain, who is actually really good. I know Iceland, but uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson um, is is very good, very fun to watch. Um, you know, they have uh, a number a number of individual fun quality players. They've they've struggled a little bit so far this season. Andre Gomes is pretty sweet. <laughs> He'll never play again. The oh, ankles. Come on. Did you watch, did you like see like the unedited like to see his ankle? I haven't yet. It's gonna oh, be gnarly. 
No, it's it is gnarly. So that's why out. Sonny was crying. Yeah, because he knew. Like you could, it was one of those things you could see. Like, yeah. so what? Look that up when you have a chance. It's <laughs> don't, a horrible incident. Don't don't look that up. It's it's um, like it's like some it's like telling somebody in two thousand to look up the Willis McGahee knee injury. Like knowing <laughs> no knowing full well what they're getting into. That was um, bad. That was bad. There was a freeze frame in my ESPN in the magazine of yeah. like. Him getting yeah. hit, it looked like a like a horse leg, like That's going the other way. ESPN are whores. They love it. if they can get more magazines. Backwards. Everyone knows where they were. That was like the that was like the TV injury nine eleven. Everyone knows where they were <laughs> when they saw Willis and go backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Everton. I think it's a really good pick, Woodhams. I actually. Um, I did my analysis six years ago, and it was for me. It came down to Everton and Tottenham because I loved that Donovan, uh, Landon Donovan, actually played at Everton for a little. I think he was on loan, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and obviously Tim Howard, and I like that, and, and they've got a good squad, and I, I think Liverpool would be a lovely place to visit for a match. Um, Woodhams, you're are you on Twitter? Uh, not anymore. No. Okay. Um, Donny T ruined a- it for me. Oh, uh, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Uh, Quite fair. So there's a um, a show from NBC called Men in Blazers. Um, they do like a podcast and a, and a show on NBC for um, soccer. They're British guys, but Roger Bennett on Men in Blazers is absolutely hilarious, and he's a huge Everton fan. Um, so I'll just say it would have been worth the follow if if you were on. But it's I get it. Um, but I. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're ever gonna check out like a soccer podcast um, that might have a little bit of Everton love, I would check them out. But he's also been on like you know he's made an appearance on like Levitard's show quite a bit whenever they talk soccer, and um, that's the, probably the most famous Everton fan I can think of off the top of my head. But it's fair, very exciting. I got so I do yeah. listen to a lot of pods, so I'm in. Yeah, Men, Men in Blazers. It's actually a, an excellent podcast. They they do a really good job, and they're fun. And they tend to like they'll talk soccer, but they tend to transition into all sorts of discussion, um, even American sports and stuff like that. So goofy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, so I, I, yeah, I want to transition, Jim. I mean, anything else we need to say about the quiz? Woodham's no, I, research on Everton. Pretty pretty solid pick. Yep, he's uh, he's the blue side of Liverpool. I like it. I like it a lot. So I want to um, <clears throat> introduce this next section, if you will, and just hear you guys talk about the squad back in the day because <laughs> I, I have an experience where oh, gosh. Um, these these two guys, Jimmy and Woodhams, had uh, quite a run in the playoffs uh, for Vicksburg High School. Shout out Bulldogs. Um, I recall sitting on Trevor's truck. Uh, in the end zone, basically, and then running up to the fence to watch Jimmy um, get us through. I think was that regionals, Jim, the shootout. Uh, it was regional finals, yeah. Regional finals, Jimmy stopped. Uh, I, I seem to recall a, a stopped shot on a PK on a penalty in shootouts and some celebrations. And then I also went up to the frozen tundra of Forest Hills, which is right near near us in Grand Rapids, to watch. Um, us uh, just stopped cool. short in the semifinals of the state, uh, the state finals, which is pretty awesome. But the bottom line there is they had a fantastic team, Vicksburg, and it was a lot of the obviously these two guys that I knew, um, but kids like Archangeli and Mishnik, and it was just a lot of fun to watch these guys perform. So I was hoping to hear your guys' reflections on, 
you know, if you have takeaways or, or fun stories you can remember about that squad and kind of maybe how you guys came up together, um, I would love to, I would love to hear about that. <laughs> Jim, would yeah. you like me to start or? No, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. If we're, if we're going to start, let's, uh, let's, let's take them back to the beginning. The first, uh, first time I ever played soccer with Matt Williams, Matt. Yeah, we were, uh, I believe five and on our very first AYSO team. So uh, Jimmy and I came from very humble beginnings when it, when it comes to soccer. Our team actually lost every single game except for one, and we only scored one goal all season. And I wanted to quit soccer because it was so incredibly frustrating that all of the other kids on the team, with the exception of Jimmy, were terrible. And my mom actually convinced me, just play one more season, I guarantee, just through sheer luck of the AYSO draft that your team won't be as terrible next year. Um, but I almost quit soccer one year in because I couldn't handle um, the peasants that we played with. And they were so, <laughs> so funny, uh, funny extension of that story. Remember we, uh, we practiced at um, like, it was a really rich person's house in, in like Colony woods in Portage. Like they had like a uh, a yard, like a goal in their backyard is where we had practice. You remember that? Um, honestly, no, no. I just re- well, honestly, the only thing I remember from that season is that we became friends because we both went to Vicksburg. Well, I went to Saint Monica, but I was going to Vicksburg the following year, and then right. um, you were the only other like normal kid on the team. Everyone else sucked. <laughs> I was I was just gonna side note is that our coach from that team i actually work with that guy um at pfizer now he's a he's a principal scientist at pfizer um who was it who is it so do you remember as we got older playing indoor we played against cornerstone um with a bunch of those portage kids um yeah definitely it's like so alexander was one of them yeah eric alexander um that's uh that's not a total name drop but we played against him when we were like seven or eight and he's playing he's still playing in the mls right now um But, uh, so that team, they also had, uh, like, I don't know if you remember his name was Carl. I think he played like Ford. Anyway, Carl Jansen, uh, his dad, Norm was our coach. Um, I think Carl was actually on our team. Norm Jansen. Yeah. That's a name. I love it. Okay. That's such a good soccer coach name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's actually the, one of the nicest human beings, uh, I know. Um, but anyway, that was like small world circle there for the for that first ASO team is yeah we were awful I think that one goal you scored uh <laughs> the one goal we scored you scored that season That's right, yeah that yeah. was brutal um I think we were on multiple AYSO teams though um so I didn't play with you and Harrison I know that was a different team that you were on but I think we were on a blue team together, though, and I vaguely remember what was uh was your neighbor Cody on our team, or maybe on an opposing team? But I think we were we were on a blue team together with a lot of kids from Sunset. Yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar. I, I can't remember who all played. Dustin, uh, it started with a P. He was kind of like not he was he was not good, but his dad was the coach, and he had a, a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because but it, it was the '90s, so maybe that was passable. But um, right. Um, but no, then like, I can't remember. Did you, um, you came and played with us pretty early. Uh, I think once we, once we got to about 10, we moved to like Vicksburg soccer club. 
Um, and that was where like people like Mishnick and Babel were already playing. Um, yeah. Do you remember that transition? Definitely. Cause I would, I, at times in AYSO, I was not a good teammate and, and, and that did, that did carry through, um, at times through the rest of my soccer career because I would lose my freaking mind at actually. Um, okay. So this is self-explanatory as to why. Um, but Nick Schroen was on one of my teams and he was like chasing butterflies on the field. And I would just fucking. So I had to get out of AYSO. It's not that I was like a, a freaking prodigy or anything, but we, uh, there was a clear talent difference and it, it was time to play with better kids. So I'm glad that I definitely moved to travel when we did. And we, we had a lot of fun, obviously um, still friends with many of those um, people today, like Babel and you obviously. And um, even some of the older kids like Tony and, and Mitchell in other grades. So that was fun. Yeah. I wish we could have combined, like if the stars had just aligned a little bit where Nick Nelson was in our grade or, uh, or if we were up a grade or whatever, because they had a lot of good players too. Um, but it was yeah, kind of like half and half. Vicksburg was very thin. Our grade was probably the, I would think the best grade. But then we had we lost Jabu, we lost uh, Spencer, we lost lost Andrew Oliver, um, Lashewski. So, Lashewski played for yeah. Hackett, yeah. And, and we just didn't have quite the depth. But if if those two classes could have been combined with like Kent and Nick and uh, like uh, Josh Andrews, for example, I'm I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm forgetting some good players. But we just didn't quite have the the depth that some of the bigger schools had, and obviously that um, came to bear our, our final game together too. Yeah, so I mean, we can we can jump ahead a little bit, like to uh, to high school. Um, you played so freshman year, you made varsity. Um, and that was when that was Paveda's last year's coach. Um, and then after freshman year, you quit soccer because well. Uh, I'm sure for many reasons, but also you were really, really good at hockey um, as well. I, I just got burnt out more than anything. Um, I like, I always like hockey more. I still like hockey more. Um, also, I played forward in hockey, so I would get to score goals playing deep. I mean, you played goalie sometimes <laughs> kind of lonely back there. I would never cross right. the 50 yard line. You know, it's like, I wasn't really in the action. Obviously I, I like defense and it was fun. Um, and I'm very happy that I came back kind of on a whim for senior year, but yeah, I just got burnt out. Pavedo, in my opinion, wasn't that great of a coach. Um, also I, I, this, I was just talking to my brother Dave about this, the countless, probably little concussions that I got from heading the ball. Like I remember Josh Waddell, he was the senior goalie. He would punt the ball like a thousand feet in the air. And then Pavetta would like yell at me to head it. I'm like, dude, you fucking head it. It's like, it hurts. It's right. a rock. So yeah, it's a rock falling from you know a hundred feet in the air on your head. It hurt. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I didn't like doing that. And actually that's why sweeper was like the perfect position for me. Um, senior year because Brandon Neidlinger took all those concussions for me instead of, uh, instead of myself. Can you explain sweeper to the uh, non-soccer folk real quick? the very last guy back on defense. So we kind of played two uh, defenders on either side. So left and right defense, and then a guy in front of me, which was Brandon. And I was the very last guy back. So it formed kind of a a sideways uh, diamond. So I was the very last guy back before Jimmy. 
Nice. Uh, tactically, it's it's funny because you wouldn't you wouldn't catch a professional team now playing with a sweeper. We still see it in high school sometimes, but um, really, why is that? Uh, just like they tended to keep like a flat line, whether it's three or four defenders, just uh, solely for offside purposes. You know, smarter teams are going to tear that up. Um, high, high school it worked because, you know, nobody was, it was just like a collection of like, you know, the guys who played travel and the guys who were just high school players. So it didn't matter yeah. as much. Right. But, um, yeah, we talked to you into coming back for senior year cause we knew we were going to have a pretty good team. Um, and we started the, the first nine games, uh, with shutouts. Um, we got scored on with like 41 seconds left in the 10th game. Um, which was a crazy way to start the season. Um, I don't. I thought we were going to be good. I didn't think we were going to be that good at the time. Um, but we went all the way through the whole season until the last game of the regular season um, undefeated um, before we started the, the district run. Um, had some fun ones in there. That South Haven game, I don't know if you remember that. That was on the road. We won in a shootout against South yeah, Haven. Absolutely. You palmed two quick funny memories uh the first goal that we gave up what i remember uh donnie like completely lost his shit on the ref and was it because i believe it was um deflected out of bounds and it was our ball so we would have you would have had a goal kick and the game would have been over instead i think they scored off of a corner or or a play that should have been our ball anyway donnie completely lost his shit and started screaming at the ref and i'm like donnie it's okay it's we're still gonna win yes it sucks that our shutout streak is over but we're still 10 and 0 at that point. And right. um, it's not worth like getting a, a red card, but he's screaming at him like, fuck you. I can't believe you fucking blew that call. It's like, <laughs> right. dude, 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 dude. <laughs> okay. Um, and then as for the South Haven game, Jimmy Paul, he's being modest. He palmed the ball. He, he made a diving save where it was like Odell Beckham before when Odell Beckham was still like in middle school, he like palmed the ball on the goal line. It was pretty dope. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, like I, I was like I surprised myself. Like it was one of those things that like you just dive, like you just stuck. I don't like you know sometimes you hit stuff and it like, goes off the you know the base of your palm. You, you just knock it away and that one stuck. And the only reason I like I remembered it was because like when I got up, like I handed the, like I tossed the ball to the ref. He was like he was like that was a hell of a save. I was like oh thanks. <laughs> like yeah, that was dope. Was that the, so, was that the final play or did we have to score? After no, that? I I, uh, I saved that. And I think uh, I think Donnie actually buried the PK after that, but that was an extra kicks because um, we went through the first five and then there was a sudden death and I saved the first one. Donnie buried the second one and we won. So, and I think that was our sixteenth win of the seventeen in a row, right? Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because it was towards the end of the season. I think the only other conference game we had after South Haven was the Three Rivers game. And the only reason I remember the Three Rivers game is because so the whole season um, we went through with I was the only keeper, and I was playing hurt all season, so oh. I never came to practice. So you guys practiced without like a goalkeeper like most of the season. Um, but I knew like going into that game that like you know I was going to need some rest coming up. So I was like, why don't you bring up the starting goalie from JV? You know that way if we get up against Three Rivers. Um, I can come out and, you know, get some rest. And, and Steve's like, okay, sure. So we brought up Kyle Craig um, against three rivers and we were up five, nothing. We were going to win the conference. And I was like, cool. All right. I'll just, I'll take a sub. 
let Kyle come in, let him get some playing time, whatever. And I think I was on the sideline for like all of like two minutes when Woodham's like turned and like just passed it back to Kyle to clear out. And Kyle picked the ball up, but the referee didn't notice. And like, I don't know why. And I feel and I feel bad now. And I remember like after the game, Kyle's sister was not pleased with me, but like I just like tore him a new one from the sideline. And he was like <laughs> kind of shell shocked. And so he wasn't like saying anything. So like like I just like grabbed all my stuff and subbed myself back in. Like um, and that was I think that was the last time he played that season, but uh, that's I love hearing your perspective from it. Um, so Simon, as that's going on, I'm on the field, and again, I'm the last guy back on defense. Kyle picks up the ball. I immediately start screaming at him to punt the ball, punt the ball, and then I'm furious at this point because he's holding it still, and it's like one <laughs> one thousand, two one thousand. I'm like, punt the fucking ball, Kyle! What the fuck? Um, and so finally, he punts it, and I'm, and then I turn. I had a one strike policy. So Jimmy and I were kind of co-sheriffs of the team. I had a mm-hmm. one strike policy. If one of the subs fucked up, they would get, and this is fucked up. When I said I wasn't a good teammate at times, this is what I mean. I would scream at Steve, the coach, get Kyle the fuck off the field. What are we doing? Put the starters back in <laughs> five to nothing. It doesn't matter. But I, I, it was a, it was a pursuit of perfection. It, these aren't proud memories that I know. But we made Kyle cry. He was a yeah. young man, and we made him cry because I, yeah, we were ruthless. And also, don't fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, too good. Like, yeah, it was frustrating. So we we made it all the way to regional regional finals against Matawan. Um, we were up. Um, gosh, I think we were up two nothing in that game, and they came back and tied it. And that game went to shootouts. So Brad's aforementioned. Um, storming the field. That was another oh, yeah. shootout win out of, I think we had like three shootout wins that season. It was kind of crazy. Um, and you guys made it all the way to the semifinals of, this, of state, but you know, what do you, what's the characteristics of those, that team? Like, why was it such a good team? Um, it was a great run, obviously like proof, proof in the pudding, but like, why were you guys so good? Um, Go ahead, Jim. I'll, I'll add in afterwards. I, would, I mean, I think, you know, defensively, we were really, really hard to score against. Like I said, I think we had, um, you know, of like the 25 games we played, I think 15 of them were shutouts that season. Um, you know, we we didn't give up a lot of a lot of goals. In fact, the, the two games all season that we lost, we lost on on uh, own goals. Um, <laughs> uh, the first one, before we get to the second one, uh, uh, well, actually, let me answer my my version of it. it. Yeah, definitely, defense was a strong part of it, but we were very solid um, with like Archangeli and Babel up front. Skill, yeah, they, skilled players. Yeah, Babel, Babel and and Mishnik and Archangeli, like through midfield all the way up, to, up top. Even Jeff Nine, Jeff Nine was such a like a yeah a poacher of a goal scorer. Dude, like, he could bomb it though. Like if he got a hold could. of it, Jeff was like country strong. He would <laughs> yeah. like have a big chaw of like chewing tobacco in his lip while he was playing. <laughs> But then he just yeah. blasted. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff scored a lot of goals. Jeff was a good forward. Um, but yeah, no, we we were just very very sound uh, top to bottom. But we were missing one player. We had ten good players. We didn't have an eleventh player, and uh, that's where we got a little thin. Yeah. Um. Though um, the own goals. We were just talking about the oh the own goals. Yeah. Yes. So I'll never forget the death look that you gave uh, Jonathan Canal, who was a, a freshman, who a very very good freshman actually that that played almost. 
every minute of every game for the most mm. part. I think the only person who played more time was like me or I don't know you. I mean, you and obviously you and goal, but like as from a position player, I think, uh, Pele, I nicknamed him Pele cause he thought he was like hot shit and he was a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably played second most minutes of anybody. I only came out he, for like five minutes all year, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, yeah, he was part of that real, like he was a freshman. He started at, at defense, but he was also like a big kid. He was, he was ready to go. Yeah. But yeah, that was against, against Parma Western. It was, it was something like innocuous where like the guy was, I don't know, like he was off to the side, he was outside the 18 and he just like, he just took a chance to hit a shot. And I remember I was like, oh, this would be fine. And I was like routinely like shuffling over and right at the last minute, Canal just like karate kicks and sticks out a foot and it goes off his foot. And I just like, I remember before, like, there's no way I'm getting back to it. I'm, I'm going the opposite direction. And before the ball's even in the net, I'm already like staring through him. Yeah, like just he's, so like upset that like why would the fuck would you stick your foot out? He uh he he promised Holmstrom that in a in a completely opposite way and there was no getting back to it. And I remember that death stare of like, oh fuck. He fucked up. But also we kind we kinda lost our cool for some reason. I think we scored the first goal though. Yeah, and they scored that and then they scored not long after that. I think that was both in the second half we ended up losing two to one. And then um, for some reason we couldn't score even though we were way better than them. Um, yeah, yeah, that one sucked. And I remember yeah. Steve asked me. Uh, he asked. He went around the horn to like the, the you know the top couple players on the team of like why did we lose this game? And the answer was we definitely got off our game. Like we played down to their level and we played um, like an unskilled game basically, and we lost to a, a shitty team that we should have beaten. Do you know what I blame it on that, that game? Um, I don't know if you remember this. Like it was at Parma Western, and I can't remember if they're a parochial school or not. But all I remember is that like the warm up music was the entire CD of Switchfoot. And, like I remember, like that was what was playing when we were warming up. I was like, "What the fuck is?" This? We remember like, what so I- much more, but we lost ourselves. <laughs> yep. Good God! What a trash yes. band and trash album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shout out Switchfoot. Yeah, and then. I don't know, like that state semifinal, the own goal. Um, that one was like the worst part about that was I remember like it was uh, so we did play Forest Hill Central Tindall, but we actually played at uh, was it Cedar Rapids or not Cedar Rapids? Um, Cedar Springs. Mm. So that's where the game was, but we played against Forest Hill Central. Yeah, um, that far north. Nice. Yeah, that, that was yeah, it was yeah, it's a long trip. Um, so, a couple things. All of all of this is complete bullshit. So Vicksburg is obviously a, a more rural um, community. We hadn't really played on a turf field before. We played on shitty ass grass field that we shared with the shitty ass football team. Um, by the way, I've been swearing a lot. Do you guys swear? On no, 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 okay? you, no. You can you can swear. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. whatever you want. I didn't think we were Saints here. Just checking. No, um, we were used to playing on a really inferior field. Uh, frankly, we practiced on a field on a, uh, a, what is it called? On a turf field, um, at like the Kalamazoo kingdom indoor center or something just to like kind of get used to the speed. So that's one area of bullshit, not a big deal, but forest Hill central played on a turf field all the time. So they were used to it in the speed. Um, mm-hmm. number two, their school split. So 
they were they were in a school that went to the state semifinals the year before. Well, they went to the state the finals the year before. State, state finals the year before. Okay. <laughs> then the school split, so then they were able to go down to Class B, which is what we were in, and they basically kept all of the same players, if not yeah. all of the same players. They did so keep all the same players. Yeah. Crazy bullshit. Um, and then a team from fucking Vicksburg of 900 total students um, field the team. We, have, we happen to have 10 good soccer players, which is remarkable for the rural area that we grew up in. Um, we play a team. We're, we're very outmatched, obviously, but we hung in there. Um, on, we, got, we actually were only down one nothing, and then, and then um, my set of recurring nightmares happened. No, this isn't your, like, you have to understand, like, me and Matt have to live this down. We don't have to live it down anymore. It doesn't bother me anymore, but, like, it sucked for a long time, especially because we were so good for the whole season, and then this happened. How did the play start? Was it a corner kick? No, so they actually they actually got kind of a breakout. And you had like a two on one and uh, you went to pressure the guy. He passed it across. The guy hit a one time shot from the uh, from my left um, top top right side of the box. And he hit it across me and I went down and I touched it and it went and it kept going and it hit the inside of the post. And you were already back recovering and I got up to recover. And and if you go ahead for anyone listening if you can imagine you're trying to clear the ball and it feels like someone grabbed your pant leg, like imagine you're wearing long pants and someone yanks on your pant leg. That's not what happened, but I vividly remember that's what it felt like. And I kind of tripped because Jimmy and I had collided. The ball is right on the goal line and it, it dribbles into our own net. And we, we ended up losing two to one as a result of that. And then all of the local news channels <laughs> Um, that night when they were covering the game and probably the following morning were like, oh no, Vicksburg defender Matt Woodham's inadvertently scored <laughs> the damn goal. Well, and like if you watch if you watch it back though, like so like I touch it wide and Matt's coming behind like uh or um yeah Matt's coming behind me to clear it out and I don't see him and so I'm also so like running because the ball hits the inside of the post and it's coming back along the goal line. And so he comes in and super fast goes to clear it. And right when he's going to clear it is like, I like hip check him. And I think that the closest forward was maybe five, six yards away from us. So like there was, there was nobody around, like it was us running into each other. And, and unfortunately Matt took it way worse, like, like way worse in the news than I did because he was the last one to touch it. But like he wouldn't have mishit it if I hadn't ran into him while he was trying to clear it. So <laughs> And to your credit, you always um, like stuck up for me in those moments. But I, I, yeah, I definitely still, um, well, not not so much still because I'm old and who gives a shit now. But like at the time and for the you know the five years after that, like really was upset with myself that that happened. But you always like were like, dude, it, it wasn't your fault. We ran into each other and shit happens. It's equally yeah. my fault. So I always appreciated that you like. Um, uh, had your back, like, bro. Yeah, yeah, kind of had my back in that moment, and um, and still and still do. So that's cool of you. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it was a fantastic was a season, though, man. Fantastic it was. It season. was a lot so of much fun. fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Jimmy, I think we're at rant time for sure. If we want to do some quick ones. Um, yeah, just uh, some quick hitters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyone got one? What happens what we do at the end of every podcast is we have a rant. So it could be about anything. It could be about Donnie T on Twitter. It could be about ESVM being a whore. That's a common one for me. Um, I think the rant that I have this week is about Draymond Green. I don't give a shit about the NBA. <laughs> I think it's really dumb. And uh, like when Jordan retired, the NBA died. But I was watching ESPN at B-Dub today because I was eating lunch there. The only time I watched that horrible channel. And they showed Draymond Green just getting bowled over. His feet were set. Um, it was a charge. And he, of course, went off on the ref, got a tee, and then went off on the ref two minutes later and got kicked out of the game. But bullshit by the NBA. Sad. That's my whole rant. That's all I got. All right. Woodhams. James. Uh, I'm working on one. I wasn't prepared for this, but this is like the – this is like Peter Griffin's segment. You know, it's really grinding my gears or what grinds my gears. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on, I've got a, I'm working on one. Go ahead, Jim. And we'll circle okay. back to me. Um, I don't know. I guess, uh, I, I, um, I tweeted yesterday about, you know, the media basically like, well, I wonder who's going to finish second, third and fourth in the premier league since Liverpool's already won the title. And my point was Liverpool was 10 points up at Christmas last year, 10 points. Um, and they finished in second place and this season as good as they've been. And they have been great. You know, they've lost one game in the last year and a half. Um, but you know, they're only eight points up and it's mid November. So like, what the, what the shit are we crowning them already? It's a long season. And honestly, um, not to go Denny Green, like you want to crown them, the crown they has. Um, but all right, <laughs> in uh, peace, yeah. All right, RIP Denny Green. Um, I don't know, it just it, it drives me nuts. Like when we're like so ready to like it, you know, it, if we're gonna relate it back to football, you know, well, we already gave New England, you know, the Super Bowl, or you know, the last couple of years, we already gave Golden State the NBA championship. Like, that shit just drives me nuts. Like, how about we just, like, I don't know, the fucking games happen, and then that's how we decide the championship. But, um, so, I don't know. Media, just take a fucking chill pill. Like, it's it's sports and crazy shit happens, so let's just let it happen. Love it. Um, okay. One thing that I find irritating, and Jimmy, you, uh, you are a parent, and I am really sorry if you have done this, but I don't like gender reveals where they're big, elaborate, very designed for Instagram um, Instagram likes and Facebook likes. Um, I, I love my brother, but he did one where he bought a, a shotgun cartridge, and this is a combination of both kind of hillbilly and for Instagram. So that's just like double hatred for me because I'm not on any social media and uh, – the whole thing I thought was stupid. But anyway, he, he bought a shotgun cartridge that only he knew the color to, and he loaded it in my dad's shotgun, and then he recorded it, and my dad fired it off in the air, and it was pink to signify that he's having a daughter. Um, but I see lots of... I, I feel like this is a newer trend. I don't recall this, or maybe I just didn't pay attention when I was younger. Uh, but gender reveals. Not a fan. I think they're stupid. I think Instagram likes are stupid. That's so I, 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 I totally agree with you. I, um, however, for our first kid, we did a gender reveal and I was there. It, it, it was, it was very nice, but at the same time, it wasn't for me. You know, it was, 
it was for my wife and and all that sort of stuff. So I I can understand like the overproduction of it. Um, however, uh, you know it's it, it's it, in my case it wasn't it wasn't for me. Um, oh, understood. So. Can I ask a question though? Because you're the one who is finding out about it. What is an appropriate reaction? I think you only have one reaction, right? Which is excitement. Because what if it's what if it's like what if you really wanted a girl and it's blue? What, what do you are you like? Ah, oh, fuck. My, I'm I'm not I'm not exaggerating. And um, did and you practice I, this your reaction? I did. I did not. I did not. Like, cause I was like I. My reaction for me was like I already knew that the baby was, um, was healthy. Like everything was where it was supposed to be, and that was always my concern. I didn't care if it was a boy or girl. Um, I was gonna love it regardless. If it's happy and healthy, that's all I cared about. My wife, on the other hand, for our first kid, like wanted a girl so bad. Like I, I'm telling you, it, it's not a negative, but I think she would have cried if it had been a boy, like the first time. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't you got think jizz that... all over your house and stuff. That would suck. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, and then if you have two boys, like Alvord has two boys, the yeah. whole house is going to be jizz. That sucks for him. It just, yeah, it just smells all the time. Yeah, true. Yeah, toys that they break. <laughs> Lucy K's joke is that boys fuck shit up and girls fuck you up. Like, boys fuck shit up in a way that you can quantify with a dollar amount, girls mm-hmm. fuck you up emotionally. And psychologically, yeah. But uh, Louis C.K.'s canceled though, so we can't talk about him. Yeah. Well, we just did. I think that should do it. I think that should. Yeah. Uh, I think that on that note. All right, close your eyes, especially if you're if you're driving. <laughs> that was just a joke. Though so I hope you realize that. Rooster and the devil would never, ever mean to offend you or your mothers. But, you know. Thank you for listening this long, Helder. I think you're the only one still on. Although, the Rooster and the Devil downloads have been on the rise lately, and it's neat to see. So thank you, if you've made it this far. I hope this is a fun episode. I actually haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to edit it. And then, like, put a song behind it in the intro, and then, then I'll listen. I'll open the app, and I'll listen to this. We love you. If you want to come on our show, it's very easy. We will literally interview anyone that reaches out. Just at uh, Rooster Devil on Twitter. We're too old to do other platforms as well. We don't feel like doing Instagram. We're, we're too old. Um, hey, Twitter's fun. Jimmy, you seem to have gotten into Twitter uh, through this podcast, really. All of a sudden, you're, you're sending tweets like crazy, and I think you were Twitter-averse before Rooster and the Devil. Um, Twitter, Twitter's great. Soccer Twitter, specifically. Anytime there's a goal, you can find it immediately. Like, whenever I'm watching a Premier League game and I see a brilliant goal... First place I go is to Twitter, and I just type in, you know, something logical, and it pops up the goal. And then I can watch it and watch it. But there's nothing like watching a goal live. Like a really sick goal from your team right 
close to the death or something like that. Or like going up 2-1. Oh, soccer. Woodhams, Woodhams. You should watch. It's the best. It's the best sport there is to watch. Um, and that's coming from a guy that I watched a lot of sports growing up, and now I think I've settled. You know, there's like finding a wife. Um, it's like finding a wife in in the sports world, not like a a wags, not a wife and girlfriend type of type of thing going on. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I just got home from New Mexico. I slept like shit last night. But I'm in the basement. I was recording this this episode. Not recording. Editing. If you can call it editing at this point. I'm not even going to listen, like I said earlier, until I play it back on the app. I, I, I don't even know who's fans of this. A lot of our listens come from Michigan and Maryland, no doubt. But record month last month. And this month is looking awesome. We had seven downloads on a Tuesday, which sounds like nothing, but mostly because we release them on Wednesdays. Our downloads are Wednesdays and Thursdays. So to see it, like the traffic over the course of a week is crazy. And if anybody didn't go and listen to that LA Galaxy episode, that one's fun. Go listen to that. Um, but I'm rambling. I love you all. I, don't, I didn't even mean to ramble. It just got to the end of the song, and I was like, you know what? I could say a few words. I could say a few words about USMNT if you wanted to. Um, but we'll save that for another time. All right. Good night.